Welcome to the Learn Stage Lighting Podcast. This is the show where newcomers and professionals alike come to learn more about stage lighting. And now your host, David Henry. Hey friend, how are you today? David here, and today on the show, fresh new year, and we're going to talk about should I or why should I learn multiple lighting consoles or software? That and more here on today's show. First things first, though, if you're thinking about learning uh, any console or software, uh, the best place to do it is Learn Stage Lighting Labs, where we've got uh, tutorials on all the consoles we cover here in depth. And then we also have our forums where you can hop in, ask questions about programming, about consoles, about whatever. As you're learning to do lighting, you can ask myself and our community manager, JP, any questions you've got, and we'll happily answer them and or direct you to the resources that do on the site. Grab your free month at learnstagelighting.com slash pod. Now, uh, one of the things that I found in my lighting journey was, you know, first things first, I mean, the first consoles I learned were basic conventional lighting consoles, uh, and some of them were more, you know, advanced theatrical consoles, like ones from ETC and Strand. But then once I got to learning about, you know, moving lights and LEDs and getting into that world, because, um, you know, truth be told, the, the technology really since I started my career, really came down to where when I first started, most of the rigs we were doing, you know, in the, the lighting company I worked for, if they had LEDs, there were a few, and they didn't have moving lights. It was a small production company. But truth is, you could do a lot of shows, a lot of live music, other stuff, without owning any moving lights back then. Um, you know, now, that it's a much different world. I mean, moving lights are available even from the most entry level. You can see them on almost any show. Um and so when I first learned a moving light console, we're going to start there. Um, I learned the Hog. That was very first for me was the Hog 3. Then I actually stepped back and learned the Hog 2, which is an older version, because at the company I worked for, um, it was like, well, if they're going to put me on kind of the entry level, more budgety shows, this is the console they were still putting out for those. So I was like, well, I want to learn that one too, even if the 3 is easier. Uh, from there, I learned the Hog 4. Then I, le I started learning Onyx, which was called a MPC or M-Series at the time. Then I learned Grand MA, um, and then I really mastered Onyx after I learned MA, and uh, here we are today. So, um, and, and on the way, of course, I learned other consoles like um, Vista and Camsys, and, you know, I've used a lot of consoles, um, but, but these are the major ones. And why am I telling you this? Well, if there's one thing that I've learned in learning different lighting consoles and working with, I mean, I was just talking about the professional grade consoles there on the software or entry level side. I mean, I've used, I've used so many consoles that are out there. Um, and I think it's good, especially if you're going to do this for a living or a serious hobby to learn multiple consoles. Why do I recommend this? Um, truth be told, if you're just doing lighting, if you're just doing it, at your church or on the side or for a band or as a hobby, um, and maybe you only do it every once in a while or something like that, then it might make sense to only learn the console that you need to know to do that job and stick with it. But if you're going to take this on as a serious hobby or you're going to do it at your church and be serious about it, um, or you're going to do it and you want to do it as a professional or uh, you know on the side as a professional part-time or something like that, um, I would really, really encourage you to learn multiple lighting consoles or software. 
And I don't just mean multiple for professional grade lighting consoles, but, you know, learn an entry-level console, learn an intermediate console if you can, learn a professional console. Um, the cool thing about these, these consoles is a lot of them are software-based where you can download the software for free and learn the console. You may not be able to get output, but you can learn how to use the software. You can follow tutorial videos and get going with it. Um, and the reason why I recommend this, and I do so so strongly, is here's what I learned when I learned my second console, okay? When I first learned, started learning Onyx and then my third console, Grand MA, every time that I got into a new console, I found things that were easier to do in that console than other consoles, okay? Like when I learned Onyx, for example, it was a lot easier to control the speed of effects and how effects worked and moved and adjust that to match the rhythm of the show compared to Hog 3 at the time, okay? It was much easier to do that in Onyx because I could just make it override fader, move that thing up and down, and the speed changed. In Hog, though, I went back to Hog then because I was doing a lot of shows in the production company on Hogs. That was my, my primary console there for a number of years. Well, I then realized that I could access that on the encoder wheels of the console, okay? Uh, same with, actually, programmer time. So in, in Onyx or in Grand MA, you can set a time for how things fade in and out when you bring them into the programmer, okay? At least when I was in Hog in Hog 3 and early Hog 4, I mean, was using Hog all the time, there was no way to do this. Um, where literally, you couldn't set a time that things would fade into the programmer. It might be in there now, um, but it wasn't back then. And so I began to realize, you know, like with the program, like with the effects thing, that there were things that I could do with lights on the new console that were not as easy to do on the old console or were impossible. And I, I'd say to myself, okay, you know, I've learned to do this on this new console and it can do this cool thing that I really think enhances the shows that I'm lighting. Then you start to go, okay, how do I do this on the older console? Okay, like with things like the effects or sneaking in changes on the program or live on the fly. Um, it's, you know, while I couldn't do it the same way as the new console on the old console, there was a workaround and a way that I could make it happen. And so I went ahead and learned how to do that. And my shows got better. Okay. And so ultimately, that's the biggest reason why I think you should learn multiple lighting consoles or software if you're taking this seriously and, and you're going to be doing lighting for a while. Um, because you're going to find things, even in the most basic, you know, simple consoles. Maybe you use something more advanced and you download a software like DMXs. I think it really opens up your creativity to new things you can do with lighting. Because ultimately, when you're in a given software, there's always kind of a way that the software is supposed to work or you're supposed to use it. Or the way that it most easily or most simply does things. But the software can do other things, and some of those other things might be really impressive. They just might not be as obvious as to how to get them done, okay? And so when you learn multiple consoles, when you learn another console, this triggers your brain to start thinking about when you're back on your old console, oh, how could I accomplish this or that on this console? Because at the end of the day, the lights are lights, right? They, they can do certain things, and... You know, maybe in one console it's harder or it's not as direct or it's a little more difficult to find how to do a certain thing like the effects uh, speed that I was talking about. 
but it really enhances your show when you figure out how to do it. And then, you know, you get compliments. Like I remember once uh, one of my production managers, you know, the people that hire me to do shows said, David, I really appreciate working with you because the chases of the lighting, or this was for corporate shows or the walk-ups when people are walking up to stage, or even just the way the lights are flashing when we're getting ready to start a session are always in time with the music and appropriate uh, speed and, and size-wise. Like, they always feel right with the flow of the show, and other people just don't take that care. And uh, I'm not saying that to toot my own horn, but rather to, to, to teach a lesson that if I hadn't learned multiple lighting consoles and found that in Onyx or in MA, it's simpler to do things like that than it was in Hog. Um then I would never have, on the hog, figured out how to do this stuff if I hadn't opened my eyes to that. And if that was the case, then I would have always run my effects at the exact same speed, because um, it, it, it took a while into Hog 4 before they enabled you to control speed on the faders. Um, but, you know, I wouldn't have been able to... And that's important to say, because I get comments all the time. People are like, well, you said such and such can't do this, and it can, and, you know, I can't keep up with all the changes in all the consoles. I do my best. Um, and all the new stuff. But, you know, if I had not learned that new console, it would not have triggered my brain to go try to find out how to do it on the console that I was using on these other corporate shows. And ultimately, that made my lighting better. Okay? Same with going back to a really basic console. When you go back to something like DMXs or maybe LightKey, the Mac-based console software, Sometimes you get in there, especially with like effects and, you know, generators and things like that. You start playing around and you realize that this really basic software, even if you use a professional grade console, you know, day to day, when you go back to this really basic software, sometimes you go, huh, I find it really interesting how, you know, this particular sound reactive mode works or huh, I find it really interesting how, you know, it enables you to do this or that. And so... What I'm all about, and this is a shorter podcast I know, is just, you know, broadening your horizons. Like, as a lighting person, um, you know, one of the things that I see, sometimes I see pictures of an Onyx show and I go, oh, that's such an Onyx effect because it's something that in their effects generator, it's kind of the way that it's easy to make, you know, and that's not a bad thing. But when you can break free of that mold of what's easiest to do in the console, and begin to create some new and different and interesting things uh, that maybe the console doesn't do quite as easily, or maybe it's just not as apparent to how the console does it. Uh, when you find out how to do that uh, from learning another console, that really encourages you to try to do it on, on your old console. Um, I think it makes you a better person. I think it makes you better at lighting, and it helps you learn faster in the future as well. Um, that's, that's the other part is when I only knew one console, I thought in the way that Hogs thought. I thought in the way that that console thought, and that's how I thought about lighting, and that's how I thought about programming lights and how lights work, etc. And that's really a closed box because there are certain restrictions and certain ways that it works, and, you know, at the end of the day, when I learned other consoles, I now was able to take those other consoles, some of the things that's, that was harder to do in them, that the Hog did really well. Okay, and go, huh, how could I make this work on this console? How could I do this that I'm used to doing on, the, on that console? And vice versa. I take things back from, from Onyx or, or from uh, Grand MA 
and try to figure them out on the hog. And so I know it feels like maybe I'm repeating myself. This is going to be a shorty, but a goodie. But, you know, at the end of the day, I think if you've got the time and you've got the interest to learn more than one console, sure, make one console your primary. Like, this is the console I use day to day. This is what I use on most shows. This is what I go with. But take the time to learn another console because you might find that it's the perfect tool for a different show that you're doing. Or you learn how to do something on it and you say, oh, I bet I could do this on this other console. I just never thought to. And you might find that you become a better lighting person because of it. So that's all I got for today, guys. Again, as uh, we've been talking about lately on, on the labs here or on the podcast here, uh, go grab your free month of learning stage lighting labs. Do you want to learn multiple consoles? Uh, do you want to get better at lighting? You want to shortcut your way to making your lighting up to 11? The labs is the place to do it. You can check it out at learnstagelighting.com slash pod, P-O-D. We'll have that in the show notes. And thank you for listening. I'm excited next week, uh, in two weeks rather, we've got another great podcast. I can't wait for it with Bob Mintel from Elation talking about what type of light to buy. How do you choose? Spot, wash, beam, or hybrid? We're going to talk about it. It's a really great conversation. We recorded it uh, just a week or two before this, and I'm excited to bring it to you.